Are you ready? Ready to release internal pain? To find confidence, clarity, and direction for your future? To live a life of meaning, fulfillment, and contribution? To trust your intuition again, but something's been holding you back? You've come to the right place. Welcome. I'm Ian Hawkins, the host and founder of the Grief Code podcast. Together, let's heal your unresolved or unknown grief by unlocking your grief code. As you tune in to each episode, you will receive insight into your own grief, how to eliminate it and what to do next. Before we start, I have one request. If any new insights or awareness land with you during this episode, please send me an email at info at ianhawkinscoaching.com and let me know what you found. I know the power of this work and I love to hear the impact these conversations have. Okay, let's get into it. I can remember going through this medium to long-term pattern in one of my roles where the business would give me just enough to keep me interested. It could keep going me keep me going for like six months, twelve months, two years. But somewhere over that time, I'd start to feel like I was being undervalued, probably wasn't enjoying it as much. And then that slowly that frustration and disenchantment with the place would start to build. And over that time, I'd start to look at different options. Do I need to move on? Is this really what I want to be doing? And then you'd just be on that verge of maybe moving on and they'd just throw you a bone that would keep you interested whether it was a pay rise, whether it was another opportunity, something. And this went on for a, for a fair few years. And there might be something you can relate to over your career. It might be something you can relate to at the moment. Maybe you're at that point where uh, your job pays the bills, but is it actually filling you up? I mean, is it actually something that you want to be doing for the next 10 15, 20, 30 years, however much longer you think you're going to be working for? Because the answer for me when I started posing those questions was absolutely not. And given my dad had passed away not so long after retirement age that – sorry, just had someone come in the door, but I'm going to keep pressing on because I'm on a roll here um, – yeah, at, at retirement age, and he passed away at a time where I was thinking, well, what if I work to that age and then then maybe that happens to me too? Like, is this really what I ought to be doing? So it's a fairly morbid approach, I know, but that was my experience. But the reality is you don't know when your time's up. And the question for you is, is like, are you actually loving what you're doing and are you satisfied and are you happy to keep doing this? I've heard friends of mine say that, well, they're kind of tied to the paycheck and I always give them the same response. You're assuming that you can't find another job that you will enjoy or another career, it doesn't have to be a job, that you will enjoy so much more and also will pay you whatever it is you need or whatever the, the payoff that you need from your career. So the reality for some people is it it keeps them in a lifestyle that they're accustomed to. 
that they want to continue, which is fine. But then it becomes a, you're, you're literally working for the lifestyle instead of looking at, well, how I want my life to be and, and your career, which generally takes up a fair chunk of your time, you're kind of sacrificing a whole lot of your time and energy in a space that maybe you're not getting much out of. Now, I'm always a fan of not having this massive change of direction, which is going to just create a whole lot more problems, a raft of problems you probably can't even envision at this point. Instead, taking those incremental changes that are going to move you closer to where you want to get. So I was having a coaching call recently where we were talking exactly about this. And while they could, they were very good at what they did, it wasn't giving them that enjoyment. There were different times where they'd feel stressed because they were having to do something that they didn't love. Again, very good at it, high performer. But just not, was slowly eating away at them. So it's about, as always, getting clarity. What is it you want? And then being open to the possibility that that exists. Because it's usually the same thing. It's like, oh, but... I don't see where my skills would be transferable. And when you start getting clear on what it is that you do well and you do more of it, people will tell you. Life will give you feedback. When I started making the changes that I wanted to make within myself, including my career, I had a really accelerated few years through my career and I started falling more into the place of where my value lay and the feedback came. I was coaching my staff, which when you're a manager, I believe you need to do. It's all about coaching, whether that's helping them to get better at their job, helping them to interact better, whatever it is for them. And my staff were getting friends who were in other departments who were struggling, who didn't have clarity, who didn't know what they were going to do, to speak to me. And I was more than happy to do it. One, I was loving it, and two, it's about the greater goal of the business and, and should be. It's not always the case in a job, right? We often there's conflicting uh, desires and people have different motivators. Some people are, are wanting to climb the career ladder. Others are, are just happy doing what they're doing. But all of these things makes for a very interesting melting pot. And then I started getting feedback, not just people sending people my way, but saying, oh, you, you really are good at this. You should do this for, for a job if you're ever thinking about something else. It's funny when you add value and you do what you love and it lights you up, that's the sort of feedback you get. And with other people's belief in you comes more belief in yourself. So if you're at that point where you're thinking, I'm not sure what it is that I do really well, I'm not sure what is transferable. There's two steps that you need to take. And one is starting to realize that thing that you just do so automatically, starting to play around with, well, what is that? Ask people that you work with. What, what is it that I do well? What is it I provide? You might get some surprising answers. And then it's your ability to sell that in your current environment first and then thinking about where else can I take this? Because everything you want from a change does exist. And the clearer you can get on what that is, including 
monetary rewards, but make sure you include other things in there too in career too, right? Whatever balance you want, it is possible. There's millions of jobs out there and we're a global economy now, so there's all sorts of different possibilities. One of my clients at the moment, he he works he works from his home in Brisbane, but his business is in New Zealand and most of the people he's dealing with are in Singapore. So, like I said, there's millions of jobs, maybe maybe billions, I don't know, I can't do the math, but but there's like there's so many different jobs out there. So get clear, be open to different possibilities and ask yourself the question, how much longer am I going to do this that I don't absolutely love when there might be another opportunity out there waiting for me? I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Grief Code podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Please share it with a friend or family member that you know would benefit from hearing it too. If you are truly ready to heal your unresolved or unknown grief, let's chat. Email me at info at ianhawkinscoaching.com. You can also stay connected with me by joining the Grief Code community at ianhawkinscoaching.com forward slash the grief code. And remember, so that I can help even more people to heal, please subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcast platform.